show of season two of Clear Prop TV, uh, PBG Grandpa's Promoter Podcast, and Paratalk.org. I cannot believe that is the end of 2021 already. Uh, Christmas is come and gone. New Year's is around the corner. And here we are on Clear Prop TV talking about how much does it cost to fly? What does it cost to fly a paramotor? And of course, what does it cost to fly in general? We're going to be talking about all that stuff today. My name is Sean Simons. Find me at ppggrandpa.com because I am the grandpa and I do fly and I do teach the sport also. We've, we've had just a, a student that um, uh, went through their very first day yesterday and they are just totally tore up. Uh, I forget sometimes how exhausting it is to to kite and learn a wing for eight hours or, or more a day. It's just incredible. But anyways, tonight is all about what does it cost to get into the paramotor sport? We got a bunch of people on the panel that we're going to um, talk with. And of course, everybody in the chat we're going to be chatting with tonight. We're going to start off with Will Fly at willflypbg.com. What's up, buddy? Hey, Sean. What's going on? I am so glad you made it here. You have a good Christmas? I did have a Merry Christmas. I got what I wanted for the most. I got me a Red Rider BB gun. Uh-oh. Don't, <laughs> don't shoot your eye out. Kid, yeah, <laughs> definitely don't want to shoot her eye out. Um, so we're gonna be talking about this. And one thing that, that you are, you are also a general aviation instructor, or was so you know about that end as far as how much it costs to get into fixed wing GA. And of course, you also are a PPG pilot, so this is gonna be really good. Appreciate you being on the show, Will. Good to be here. Uh, we also have our very own Josh Perry, the guy that made PPGZone.com. What's hey, up, buddy? Good morning. What's that? Good afternoon. I got a crisis going on in the other room, so sorry. Oh, do you? <laughs> <laughs> the dogs ain't got into a little argument. Oh, I, I we we didn't hear that. Good. Good. You have good noise canceling on that side, apparently. Doing your pods. Well, those are amazing. I flew with those one time, and and I was able to talk. And no one can even tell that I was actually flying. Those earbuds are awesome. Wow. Hey, uh, so you have a show, or you have a um, uh, ppgzone.com. Tell us about that real quick. Yeah, so I'm um, not sure how familiar you guys are with Facebook. I'm sure you're very familiar with it. But anyway, um, I can't stand Facebook as a company. Um, it's a platform. So I created ppgzone.com to kind of get people off of the Facebook groups and um, just to kind of, build a little private community that's not focused towards anything else but PPG. Um, it's got some features that are uh, relevant to pilots specifically, like the member map. Um, so you can go find other pilots uh, near you and just shoot them a private message and say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm near you. You want to go fly sometime? Or, hey, I'm looking for an LZ. Uh, you know, and just you find somebody on the map that's near you, send them a private message, and it's simple as that. Um, you do have to register on the site, provide your email address, basic information, your zip code, um, you know, so the profile knows where you're at and can place you on the map. Um, I also created win.ppgzone.com, which is pretty much a clone of Ryan Carlton, but I display the data a little bit differently. Um, it shows your winds aloft from the uh, NOAA RAP model, which is a kind of a combination of multiple sources and balloon soundings into uh, one model. So it's been pretty accurate here in Missouri. It's kind of what I use mostly. Um, but yeah, that's about it in a nutshell. It's just a community with features focused towards paramotoring and um, soon to be classified. And we're going to send, start sending out newsletters here soon. Um, so yeah, that's that's ppgzone.com in a nutshell. 
Absolutely. And one of the things that I truly like about it, like he said, is that there's a interactive map where you can see other pilots. So like me right here in central Arkansas, I just go there. I look at the, the member map and I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at all these people that are around me. I send them uh, a message and say, hey, you want to go fly? Sure. So it's a great way of finding people around you that maybe you did not know about. So thank you, Josh Perry, for doing that. And thank you for being on the panel tonight. Yeah, you're very welcome. We also have Linda Anderson. She's our paramomusa.com. Where's your pom pom girl? Hey. <laughs> Woohoo! Hello, awesome. Monday. So, this is our last show till next year. I know. That's crazy yeah. talk. Yeah. So, I, I had a super duper Christmas and Christmas Eve. I'm very blessed. And I'm very blessed to be here with you guys tonight. I was excited just, you know, for all of us to hang out and learn some no, new info and everything. And welcome, Josh, hanging with us tonight. We appreciate it. And hey, all hey, chatters. I don't know what chatters are on, but I'm going to say hi. And uh, yeah, this is great. I love you guys. Well, thank you very much for being on the show, Linda. Of course, if you want to be on the show, just get up with Linda Anderson. You can find her by going to paramomusa.com. That forwards to her Facebook page. And that way you can hit that little uh, notification or that, um, what, am I, what am I thinking of? Not notification, message, Hello. right? Message her and say, hey, I want to be on the show. And she'll get you on the show. So thank you very much, Linda Anderson. We also have the most famous person of all that's only going to be able to hang with us for about a half an hour. So we got to get with him and talk with him real quick. Brian Haybell Waller. What's going on, everybody? Pleasure to be here as usual. And uh, Josh, thanks for all you're doing with the websites and everything, man. That's, that's good stuff for sure. Good to have you on tonight, too. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate that. Yeah, I got a good flight in yesterday. Um, my family is here, so I was able to buzz around and, and uh, show off my newfound skill sets of flying paramotor. <laughs> I say newfound. It still feels new to me. I've been doing it for two years now. Right. And uh, two years ago on Christmas 2019, I got my first flight at home. And I've just been totally addicted ever since. Um, it's the most fun that you can have. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I can't Life say changing. the whole quote on the show. <laughs> I I agree with you. It's it's definitely absolutely amazing. You had a good Christmas too, I assume. Absolutely, um, got to see some family. Um, for the most part, it was really good. We did have a loss in the family, so oh. prayers going out for that side of the family for sure. Um, but other than that, we we've got some good family here visiting. We're having some good times and. And, and whatnot, man. We're, we're truly blessed. And uh, we could have some better weather. I'm not going to lie about that for flying. It's been a little bit of windy. The last couple of mornings, it's been like 25 mile an hour winds at 1,000 feet. That's just no fun. Um, but other than that, I've got no complaints. Life is good. Oh, very good. Glad that you're here. We appreciate you. And we have, uh, definitely appreciate everyone that uh, is on the chat. So let's go ahead and say hello to the people that are on the chat. Josh Perry's in the chat, too. That's awesome. Uh, John Wayne, PPG, The Other Neck, Bill H. Brian Waller, uh, Will Fly, Deweese Milstead, What's Up, Nick Griffith, Yo, John Wayne, lots of people talking. Did I miss anybody? What is that? Ants. It looks like somebody from russia i can't tell i don't know the name i'm sorry spammer 
I, I hope it's just somebody that loves us and is just hanging out with us. So welcome. Uh, Randy Milstead is in the house also. Um, did I say hello to everybody so far? Bill H. I think I got everybody. Give a, give a special shout out to Dewey. She sent me a little package in the mail today. And it was a little awesome gremlin bell. And it's now on my paramotor sitting on the uh, pocket. So thank you, Dewey. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to give her a shout out too. She sent me some awesome fig preserve. I don't know if you've ever had that before. And I didn't think I would like fig preserves, but man, it is out of this world. Lots of sugar. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Deweese. Deweese, Deweese is the bomb. So another shout out to Deweese just because you're, you're awesome. Um, tonight's show is all about how much does it cost to get into paramotoring or just in general, what does it cost to fly? And because we did touch on it last week, uh, maybe Will can talk about it just for a brief period right now. Um, Will, you are or or were a GA instructor also, is that correct? Yeah, I'm still a flight instructor. I'm just you are still a flight instructor? Okay. And in general... How much does it cost to get into flying like fixed wings under general aviation? I mean, it depends on what school you go to, of course, and you can spend as much on training as you want to, but on average, probably about 12,000, 10 to 12,000, somewhere thereabouts, just to get your uh, private pilot's license. And assuming that you pick it up pretty quickly, nobody ever gets it in the minimum. Well, I've had one student in my entire teaching career that man he was just like johnny on the spot and as soon as he got in the cockpit but uh more times than not it uh it'll it requires more hours than just the minimum and and so basically the minimum is 10 to twelve thousand dollars minimum and then it can just go up from there as far as just getting your hours well yeah depending on where you want to go with it if you want your instrument rating or your commercial pilot's license or uh, i mean you can assuming you know you're going to turn it into a career it's going to be a lot more than that but just to get your private pilot's license so you can take passengers and tool around yeah, about twelve thousand dollars okay okay so for twelve thousand dollars and then you need an airplane so oh, yeah, if, you, you don't get an airplane either <laughs> you don't get an airplane for the twelve thousand <laughs> no, they, they don't throw that in <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, so let's just say, I mean, most people know what a Cessna is. Let's say that you get a good deal on a used Cessna, which most people do, right? Is that correct? You get a good used Cessna. I mean, nobody goes out and buy, buys a new one, right? Right off the bat. Well, I mean, if you have the money, I guess you do. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there's no such thing as a good deal on an airplane because they all cost an arm and a freaking leg, especially when it comes to inspections. Um, so personally, I would never own an airplane. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you, most people, I, my best guess is they're going to buy a used, a used airplane. And just off, off the hip, just a guess. Oh, it's, been, it's been so long. I couldn't even tell you now. I mean, are we talking $10,000, 50000 100000 200000 I mean, just a, a guess. Just a guess? I don't yeah. know. Brian, maybe you probably... <laughs> no, oh, no Matt, in, in the uh in the chat says 50k that's i've never not, priced a cessna personally i was yeah. looking at them recently and they were starting at about 50k it also depended a lot if they have the glass cockpit conversion or not um you're upwards of 100k on those 
Yeah. Okay. If you're looking for a deal, we got a two-person Rans S12 for sale at the moment. There you and, go. Uh, we'll, let, we'll let that go closer to 30. Yeah. <laughs> but you're going to need a long <laughs> runway in an airport. <laughs> okay. And, and, and motors are a lot cheaper. And and also, too, you have to store the the airplane someplace, right? And the hangars. And there there's hangar fees, too, right? Yeah, no, but back, backing it up just a little bit, that's not what most people do. Most people, when they get their private pilot's license, if their goal is to just become a pilot, most people don't go out and buy their own airplane. Usually, they'll rent an airplane. And um, so, I mean, if they have the, if they're able to do it, sure. Uh, but my experience has been most of the students that I've taught is they come back usually to the same school and just rent an airplane. And, How do you and rent an airplane? Is that yeah, like running a car? Yeah, and how much do yeah. they cost usually about? Is that that's per hour, right? Plus gas? Per hour, and, and that's wet. So the, the fuel is included. Um, when I did it, I think it was $125 an hour for the airplane. An hour. Okay. Now, it was, a, it was a newer Cessna. It was a nice Cessna, fully loaded, 172. But uh, I bet you they're a little bit more now. Okay. <clears throat> Add up pretty quick. Yeah. yeah, so so it sounds like if you want to get your general aviation's license, you're going to dish out a, a minimum of ten to twelve thousand dollars, and then rent an airplane unless you have fifty k, about ish, and then you can get a a, a a nice used cheap one. So we're talking still sixty thousand dollars to get your license and be able to fly the cheapest way, right? That's the general aviation. If you want to own your own airplane. Yep. Okay. With that said, let's talk about what we get to do as paramotor pilots and not under general aviation where we are. We're, okay. So general aviation is under what? FAA or um, FAA, what? 92? 91. 91. And we are under FAR 103, which is so much nicer less restrictive no license um <laughs> yeah well, where do i start <laughs> i i know where, where do you start okay do i kick out sixty thousand dollars to get my ga in an airplane or what does it cost to actually get into paramotoring and, and that's what our show is about tonight so um let's start off with josh real quick because he told us before the show that he was able to get into this really inexpensive so josh um how were you able to get the, into this really inexpensive and would you start off with to get into the sport. We're going to talk later about what you're starting to spend once you're in the sport, which is totally different, but getting into the sport, how'd you start off, Mr. Josh? So getting into the sport, um, I actually saw a Ryan Southwell video, um, his glamorous camping video when he, the guy lands on the train and that was kind of what triggered the whole thing for me. Um, and then I started looking at equipment to see how much it costs. Um, you know, you're looking at new equipment, it's, it's up there in price. So I started looking at used equipment and I saw, you know, you're saving anywhere from 50 to 60% buying used equipment. So I kind of saw what was out there. What, what are people buying? What are people flying? You know, what are the major brands? You, know, you got your Mitarazzi, you got your Exception, you got your Parajet Mavericks. Um, so I think if you stay within your little realm of what, what people are flying, what parts are available to you um, and you buy a decent used kit, I think you can't really go wrong with that. Um, but I made sure the guy demonstrated my used equipment for me before I bought it. Um, he flew it in front of me, demoed it, 
everything. So I knew it was good, airworthy equipment. Um, as soon as I got it, I went to training down with Kyle Ogley and um, saved pretty penny compared to some of the larger schools out there um, doing training with him. So all in all, grand total, um, I paid $7,000 for the paramotor and the wing. And then I paid $1,000 for training. So $8,000 got me flying. That is really awesome. Now, of course, there's. we're going to definitely come back to you because we know that you spent a little bit more money um, since you got that. Um, Brian Haybill Waller, unfortunately, needs to head on out of here pretty soon. So let's go ahead and go to him real quick and ask him because he went to Aviator, which I think is the most expensive uh, school so far um, out there. Is that correct, Brian? I can't speak to say it's for sure the most expensive school out there. It's the most expensive one I've ever priced, <clears throat> but I haven't priced most of the other schools. Um, yeah, I mean, I wanted good training, and I could I was able to afford to, to wait for it. Um, I was on a nine-month waiting list. I ended up being six months, and I got into class. Training was about 3600 bucks, um, and it's two weeks long. So not only do you have to you know, take off for two weeks, you have to pay for that room and board. Luckily, I was in a camper. And I stayed at an RV park dirt cheap, so I was on the cheap end. Um, so you're probably going to spend room and board and everything to train and go down there probably around five thousand um, dollars. I'm sorry. So you're talking about thirty six hundred for the training and another five thousand to stay there for two weeks, or five thousand no, altogether? No, whatever room. You know, if you do an Airbnb for two weeks, whatever that cost. Um, I was able to stay in my camper for like a a couple hundred bucks so uh, it, it depends on you know it's plus room and board because you got to stay there for two weeks um and then i bought my gear new at aviator and uh all in all between the new pair of jet maverick with the most 185 new um, a-rated mojo wing uh, flotation and reserve it was about 1200 bucks i mean sorry twelve thousand bucks um so you add that up and then eventually I bought the aviator helmet and it, and then if you start tacking on things like GoPros and stuff like that, you know, they can get pretty expensive too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I, you know, just to get my training and my gear out the door, I'm about 18,000, um, into it all. Okay. So on our low side right now with Josh, it's about 8,000 on the high side so far, it's about 18,000 with you. Yeah. Is that right? That's, that's about what it cost me to get, you know, everything, training. And, and that's a lot. Any second wings down the road or anything like that, but, you know, just to get into the sport. And that I think a lot of people don't think about, too. I'm glad that you mentioned that as far as you got training for 3600 but you had to stay down there for two weeks, room and board. That does cost some money. So you're saying okay. that if you don't have a camper and if you get Airbnb, it probably cost you around 5000 for everything for those two weeks. I had no idea how much Airbnbs cost. I would imagine staying somewhere for two weeks would cost a pretty penny. I know it would so if you're in a hotel. I'm going to chime in here. I actually happened to stay at, when I was in training, I'd stayed at a motel, two different motels in Spring Hill, Louisiana. These are not your high-class motels, let me tell you that. Um, it's a very important that you get a good night's sleep when you're in training and that you stay somewhere where you can get a good night's sleep. Um, because when I was in training, we had cars rolling by the motel all hours of the night, subwoofers blaring, air conditioners that rattled, neighbors fighting, 
It was terrible, absolutely terrible. So stay at a nice Airbnb or a nice hotel. Don't take the cheap route when it comes to staying somewhere. It's a good point. Very good point. Absolutely. Um, because you got to leave here in just a few minutes, Brian. Um, so you paid about 18000 just to fly, get your gear and go out the door. Now, what other things did you decide that you needed, like the GoPros? And um, well, I don't know, what else did you buy that yeah, you know, like uh, would jack that up, you think? Uh, aviation radio, two-meter radios, you know. Um, there's all these little things that you don't necessarily think of, you know, uh, all these fancy GoPro mounts to go or selfie sticks, you know, what is it? Shane's got the 18 foot selfie stick. Um, <laughs> but no, there's, you know, there's a lot of different little things you don't think of. Um, you don't have to have those to get into aviation. You know, um, you just need a, a good, reliable motor and, and a wing. Um, you don't have to have a reserve. You don't have to have flotation. I tried to get everything I needed right off the bat and uh, I bought new gear. That way I, I, I knew it would be good, reliable gear for a while as long as I took care of it. Um, there's definitely cheaper ways to get into the sport, buying used gear. Um, you can train locally somewhere where you don't have to uh, pay for room and board. Um, you know, if you go to a, a school that's closer to home. So there, there's, there's a lot of options out there. You know, it depends on what you have time and money for really. And also, too, a lot, a lot of people don't realize that the oil and the gas, depending on how much you fly, that adds up, too. Not a lot, but it does add up. Not as much as it does. Like, like say, if you have a, a, a Cessna, it's got 40, 40, whatever gallons, and it's $4 a gallon to, to fill up. So what's that, $160? That's, I mean aviation fuel I, I don't know what it's going for now but i'm just guessing four dollars that's not cheap you know of course it doesn't cost us quite that much no it doesn't and if you have a Moser 185 what do we say about a gallon an hour is that about ish a gallon an hour for a Moser 185 depending on how hard you uh, throttle so about uh, each yeah. gallon is what three three liters is that what it is yeah, almost four. Four. Okay, so four liters. Yeah, it's it's way cheaper than you know the fuel consumption of any aircraft. Obviously, yeah. uh, you know we're we're the most efficient flying machines out there. That I'm. I mean, it depends of. a lot on what wing you have too, as far as fuel consumption. Sure, and, and, and that mojo is going to be dragging a lot more than you know something higher end like a spider or um, Scirocco. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting awesome, awesome fuel economy on my on my wing. Probably if you, the size, you know, it's a 23 instead of a 21. Um, if, if you fly a lot, go through a lot of oil, you do a lot more maintenance on your motor. Maintenance can be pretty expensive to stay into the sport. Oh, uh, man, some people go through a lot of starters, exhaust, just all kind of problems that you can have. Um, you know, paramotor pilots are known for being mechanics um, if you want to stay in the air. That's true. That's true. Um, I totally agree with you. Um, I had uh, my 19 exhaust crack. I had to replace it, but I replaced it with the um, the Vortex Arrow exhaust, and it's amazing. I had that on my last uh, motor, and I, I just love their exhaust. Um, props a couple of times. You know, uh, you're you're not supposed to foot drag a a um, a rock road for a reason. 
Mm. And um, and a couple of flips and twists and stuff that you know damaged a little bit of stuff here and there. I mean, yeah, didn't even think about it, you know. So you get your stuff, okay? Like Josh got all of his stuff, right? Eight thousand dollars. He's ready to go fly, and then he breaks a prop. Then it's a five hundred dollars to to fix the prop. Then he goes out and flies around. Then he bends a cage, right? Uh, n- another cage piece costs a couple hundred bucks or something. It can really- I haven't done any of this. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Not Josh. <laughs> he hasn't done any of this. I'm just saying you could go into this sport low end and it could still rack up pretty, pretty quickly, depending on what happens. Um, as far as I know, Josh has never broken any equipment or, or props. Um, nope. He's a very good still flyer. Original. Yep. So he got in low end. He stayed low end. But there's some people that start off with a small motor, like Will Fly. He started off with the Atom eighty. Um, got your all of your equipment, and didn't you go through a couple of wings? And now you're in a new motor, right? Yep, I went through one prop and two wings, and yeah, my second motor. And uh, the one thing uh, I do want to say that it. If somebody is listening to this and they're like thinking, oh my gosh, I'll never be able to afford all that. I did it piecemeal. I mean, I, yeah, I started out the training and the motor and the wing. Uh, and so all of these expenses are just, a lot of them are just things that just kind of come up, you know, or you'll see your buddy, he's got something, oh man, that looks really, I want one of those, you know, and, and, uh, and so it's not a, a big outlay of cash all at once. You don't want it to be. So um, a, lot, a lot of times people don't have that. Um, yeah. Brian, real quick, um, before you have to head on out, and I hate that, you, that you're going to be heading out, but um, I know that you have to. Um, after, what are some of the things that you bought, Brian, that after you bought them and used them for a while, you decided, man, I'd never needed to use that because that's ridiculous. <clears throat> Reserve, flotation, never need them. <laughs> uh, no, let's hope I never do. But um, I can't think of anything that I bought new right off the bat that I wish I didn't buy. You know, it didn't take me that long before I was kind of wishing I had that B-rated wing instead of the A-rated wing to start with. But that's the decision I made going into the sport. I wanted to fly the safest wing out there for a year. But I, I don't have any regrets. Um I feel like if I had to go back and do it overall again, knowing what I know about other schools at the moment and an aviator, I mean, I was still to do the aviator experience. Absolutely. Um, it's an incredible group of people. Uh, the training is incredible. They know what they're doing. They've been through it a bunch of times and, and uh, you know, I, I've had the ability to work with other schools since then. I, I work with Carolina PPG I'm up there in North Carolina, another great group of instructors um they're newer at it they they offer shorter classes to people that are in that area um they can't go to a two-week class can maybe only go to a week-long class so there's different options out there um just know that but ultimately i think knowing what i know if, if i had to recommend somebody to go get training hands down i recommend go to aviator if you can afford it and you've got the time if you can't and you need to piece with um Mill it together like Will's talking about. Absolutely. You can find schools that will work with you one or two days at a time or on the weekends, get you a wing, practice kiting, buy things as you have money to do it. Um, there's more than one way to get into the sport. So absolutely don't let my initial cost deter you from it. Um, 
it's the most incredible thing you can ever do, in my opinion. So definitely get into it. However, whatever it takes. Absolutely. I kind of meant the two meter radio that you said that you don't use anymore. Oh, sorry. Say the question one more time, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so anyway, that, that, that's very good. I'm, I'm very glad that, um, you jumped on here tonight, Brian. I appreciate you, buddy. Um, uh, hope you have a, a great week and glad you had a Merry Christmas and a happy new year coming up. And, uh, hopefully we'll see you in next season. In next All right, guys. Yeah. Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, everybody. And Merry we'll see you next year. Peace out. Peace Bye. out, Brian. Hey, I got Thank a you, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so there seems to be a bunch of things that I bought also that I thought that I needed uh, when I first started flying, you know, like that uh, aviation band radios, like, okay, I got this. And, you know, and then I got a, a helmet that had the Senna and all the other uh, Bluetooth things and uh, bought a bunch of different GoPros and uh, the different mounts. I don't even fly with the GoPros anymore most of the time. Um, I, I, I don't use that helmet and the communication thing that I bought originally. You know, um, I don't use that that handheld radio or, or connect it to my motor. I just don't use it. So there's a lot of things that I think that you might feel like you need to get to paramotor, but I think all you need is a chest mount and a few apps on your phone. And uh, because once you get up there, you might need your Google to get back to your LZ if you flew around too far. Um, That's another thing. What's uh, that? My Garmin watch. I rely on that thing every single flight. I mean, because it does what you're just talking about. I didn't think about that. There are yeah. a lot of little nitty little things, you know. Little and, expensive uh, things. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly yeah, well, right. No, seems no, like no. it's a little five hundred dollar here, a little five hundred dollar there. <laughs> yeah. 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 About um, my airband radio, I'm like, oh, this is gonna make me super safe. I'll be able to hear all the pilots. I'll be able to talk. Every nobody uses a damn airband radio, and right. if you can use them, it's so much static from the ignition, it's impossible to hear. Yeah. Well, we were we were talking about that um, before uh, when, before the show. The, the airband radio, I use like 10 times more than I use the uh, two meter radio, but that's because a lot of my flying is at the airport. Um, but like what Josh said, the, even with the two meter, I very rarely will use that because I can't understand the daggone thing anyone's telling me. And, and so I, the aviation radio is a little bit different because I can put two and two together. I kind of know what to expect they're going to say. And then, Kind of put the words together um but i have not come up with a good solid solution to uh static on the radio even with yeah, the plugs and different plugs different uh just nothing nothing seems as to far be. as i know you have to shield the entire cable and ground it to the uh, motor housing well yeah the, the whole cable yeah the entire you're talking um, about the throttle cable, cable. Yeah. No, oh, not yeah. the yeah, spark plug cable. Yeah. I even put I even put some of those uh ferrite clamps over the ignition. Over oh, the, yeah? <laughs> yeah. It helped a little Nothing. bit, believe it or not. Just a little oh, bit. Nice. Maybe it was just my imagination. I wanted it to work. Placebo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I see in the chat, Matt Stolper said that he's in 9,000 just for the electric PPG and reserve, but never has to buy gas ever again. So you got to buy the electricity. Unless you got a solar panel. Ooh. Do you have a solar panel, Matt Sloper? That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. Yeah, then you can actually fly for free. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, and then every year, your inspection. Did you get that down too? I totally forgot about I did not. You know, I forget you're about, about a wing inspection. And a wing inspection. Yeah, but I forgot about that. Yeah. I don't do that. that so for general aviation, you have to do annual inspections too. What's that cost? Uh, Matt Sloper asked about that and a very conservative, I would say maybe $1,000, most likely more, but that's not the expensive part. The expensive part is the stuff that they find during the inspection that has to be fixed. There's where they get you, you know, so, and that's, that's the reason I say I would never, ever, I don't think ever, owning an airplane is a good investment. It's not, you know. If you got the money, you can throw at it. It's not a big deal. Okay, you know, it, but uh, <laughs> it's just not a good investment. There's nothing. So you, you said a thousand dollars for inspection plus whatever it costs when they find something that needs to be replaced. Yeah, and a thousand dollars would be very conservative. So, uh, and I, I've never known them not to find something that needs to be addressed. You know. Right. So. Yeah, I'll stick with my biannual wing inspection. There you, yeah, there you go <laughs> <laughs> i mean serious okay so you get an inspection right on an airplane okay you could be walking out paying thirty five hundred dollars right well you get a whole brand new freaking wing for that you know? <laughs> no, they in a bag yeah that's right deweese did you see what she said no she was saying that uh let me go back to it she did make an interesting point uh, but that people don't get into, maybe don't get into paramotoring for the same reason they get into general aviation. And yeah, I'd have to say that's probably right. Everyone has their own reasons of wanting to learn how to fly or whatever. But for me, when I first had the idea that I wanted to become a pilot, I wanted to become a pilot because I wanted to feel what it felt like to fly. And I love airplanes, I love flying airplanes, but it doesn't give you the same feeling of flight. It doesn't even come close that a paramotor does. So when I got wanted to get back into some form of GA, uh, that's where I discovered the McDonald's Tucker got thing, you know, that whole thing. And that's kind of where it started and, and here I am now. Um, what a freaking blessing too, because Man, I, I could have the worst freaking day and then go up and fly for an hour. And it's just like I land, I'm a new person, you know? That's not. I, I know. Not and therapy is expensive. <laughs> air therapy is what it's called. Yeah, air therapy. I love it. Yep. So, JP jumped um, in. Hello, JP, since you jumped in. Good to see you, buddy. Guys? I don't, my internet is like really bad right now. I don't know if you can see and hear me. I can barely hear and see you guys. Can you look like a Picasso painting for a second? Yeah, yeah. I feel like Picasso. I might, I might have to uh, punch out here in a minute, but I wanted to at least let you guys know I was thinking about you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah, you too, man. Yeah, definitely. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you, JP. And if you're able to stay, great. If not, 
We'll see you next year in season three. Absolutely. All right. Um, Josh, were you going to say something before I... Oh, yeah. Was... I was say, Mark H. brought up a great point in chat about the paratrailers. So how many of you have paratrailers? Oh, yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or a hitch. Or a hitch that you put it on. Like I, I bought a hitch um, over at uh, Harbor Freight. It was only $39 on sale. And that's why I used to put my paramotor on. So not much of an expense, but nickel and dimes us to death, doesn't it? Yeah, I built my paratrailer because I had bad sleep at Kyle's. And I was like, I'm never staying at that place again. And this was before Airbnb. So I was like, all right, I'm going to build me my trailer. And two years later, it's finally done. And we went to Bad Apples. We went to Aviator. And I'm uh, hoping to take it to Salton Sea and Arizona Flying Circus later uh, next year. Nice. So that's an added expense that a lot of people end up getting. Is at least a cargo trailer or some sort of uh, way to transport all their equipment and keep it you know, safe from the elements. Yeah. And a place to stay wherever you are. There you yeah, go. that's nice. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Ross Gassaway's van? The Van Hauser? He's got a, it's a white van. He's got uh, completely, re he did it himself. Really, really nice, man. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, he works down there at Aviator, I think. Okay, so it is that, Russ. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, um, Josh, you said that you found an instructor for a thousand dollars and you yeah, but you can't get that price anymore. You can't, yeah. no, you can't get definitely not. Um, let's see. And Brian said he spent $3,600. Will, if you would like to, if, if you don't want to divulge how much you spent on training, don't say, but would you spend Ish. No, no, I don't mind. Eighteen hundred is what what I paid. Okay, and that was local. Interesting. So there's about ish what um, people are charging and have charged. Um, oh, you, you're out here, JP. No, oh, just just peace. Okay. No, two thousand. <laughs> okay, two thousand. Two thousand um, for training. Oh, 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 okay. So um, for those of you who are listening to our podcast, JP just put up two fingers. We didn't know if he was just saying, you know, um, peace, we love you, but apparently it's, <laughs> it's 2000 that he's paid. Okay. Well, um, so what are the odds and ends that people may not think about? Uh, we just said a couple of them, like uh, a place to carry or uh, a carrying wrap. Uh, rack or a trailer or um, in your smart car, you know, some of them do break down and some, you know, smart car, Brian, right? He breaks his down and puts it in a smart car. Yeah. in a car about that size. Yeah. So you may not need a carrier. Oh, and I had to put a hitch on so I could put a receiver on. Dang, man. I'm looking okay. at this total goal going up. I'm, I'm, what I'm doing is putting things that other people, you know, kind of putting it all together. Yeah. So a lot of money. On yeah, let's not forget one wheels and scooters. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Dang it, dang it, the Segway. Yeah, I got the Segway. That's right. Got the Segway. <laughs> then I got the other Segway because those are so awesome. It never stops. No. My wife's like, you're buying another thing? 
<laughs> yeah. So, so write that down to Will. You're gonna um, tell us your list here in just a moment, right? Since you since sure. we've been going through. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I forgot. I forgot about the segues. I got two segues. It makes it really easy at um, at the school and over in fly-ins. Um, what other things? What other odds and ends can you guys think of that uh, we purchased for flying but maybe forgot about? Flight suits. Flight suits, um, snowmobile suits, um, cold weather gear of some sorts, electric yeah. gloves. Yeah, glasses. I'm a big fan of heated socks. Heated socks, oh, right? No, but I want a pair of those. They are you go on the list. Man. They're so nice. Really? <laughs> They're better than the gloves, in my opinion. You just keep my whole body warm. Keep my toes warm, my whole body stays warm. That's so you awesome. just keep your hands and your feet when yep, you're flying? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I got a nice... <laughs> One piece snowmobile suit too. It's um, what's that brand? Carhartt. It's a pretty nice one. Keeps me really warm. Nice paragliding Bible. There's sixty bucks. Yeah, yep. The Bible. Um, unless your school buys it for you, you will probably buy it for yourself. So yep, that I, I guess you'd have to put that into your cost of um, instructing, right? Yeah, that that's another that's an interesting point too because a lot of schools, if you buy equipment from them they'll give you a break or a discount on the training so uh, something to keep in mind right what other things um oh different microphones for your helmet you might try different microphones um i've tried a couple different microphones um different speakers for your for your headset i know i changed out mine too because i wanted to hear you know lower bass tones you know make it a like like that um bose the bose is really good what other hey, thing is is my audio good i don't want to talk if i sound no terrible. sounds good now is Not it right. good now yeah okay um mad sloper in the the chat uh asks uh how many wings do most people usually buy within two years of learning and uh, i replied I, I think most people are gonna fly their first wing for their first two years i think there's a you know there is the odd anomaly but i think most people um you know, two wing, uh, two years per wing, I think, wouldn't be unheard of. Um, I think most people are pretty happy with uh, their beginner wing for a solid couple of years. What do you guys think? Um, I do a new wing a year. Yeah, I'm never gonna fulfill the, the what's the word I'm looking for? I'm never gonna exceed the limits of my wing, so I'll probably never grow out of my B wing, my spider. And honestly, I'll probably keep it until it's deteriorated beyond mm -hmm. repair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm on Absolutely. my second wing too. Um, in my second second year, I guess. So, <clears throat> I I think a lot of that goes into you know the type of not only the type of pilot but the type of person you are. What kind of flight you're looking for? You know, a lot of people are just happy to get up in the air. Some people are destined for acro and loop-de-loops and infinite tumbles and you name it. Um, I think it just, some people just go up and want to take pictures. Um, some people just want to go up and listen to music. It all depends on what you're after. And I think that goes, a lot of that uh, goes in with uh, the, the support gear. Um, you know, some people don't need 17 cameras. Some people, that's the whole purpose that they're flying is to take pictures and videos. Um Sean said, you said you never use your GoPro. I use my GoPros all the time. Like, I, I, I think this is highly specific to the pilot, which goes back to that, that statement that get your training first before you buy any gear. 
you know, to, to see what is going to be good for you before you go out and start buying stuff for what you think you're going to need it for, you know, fly a little bit, you know, do some, some research, find out what fits you good, what you like before you start spending money, because that's what we see time and time again is people who buy gear and that gear sits in their garage for years because it was the wrong size or old tech or, you know, they can't fly in the area they live and just didn't do enough research. I think uh, research is key and experience will tell you a lot of um, what you're going to need as you get further and further into it. Boom. I just did all the talking for all the, the time I missed. Well, right on, man. You. Well, good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Did awesome. Um, Absolutely. Um, Linda Anderson, I have a question for you. You do not fly, but you have heard about flying and stuff like that. Um, You've heard us say different numbers on the podcast this evening, but for you to be without ever flown in a paramotor, uh, newbie-ish, I suppose, um, what would you think it would cost to to learn to fly i mean of course we did put out some numbers but you know with your circumstances where you live um budget and stuff like that um what would you want to do would you want to buy all new all used um you know what do you think could cost you to to fly oh gosh oh i i first of all i would buy a new wing absolutely but, you know, Linda's been around a little while. She she knows the right answer to these questions. I, I no, that is definitely use, the right answer. I would not mess with <laughs> any used equipment at all because it it's your safety, you know. And uh, yeah, I and try to something like this. Um, it's not like you're buying a uh, you know used bicycle and you can just throw the wheels. No, go into the bike shop and put new parts on it, and that's it. Um, you're putting your life in your hands, jumping in, you know, getting in the air with this, with all this equipment and everything. And to me, yeah, the the wing would have to be brand new. I, motor, I, I like that. I think that's really good. Um, look- whatever. If you're if you're free free flying, then that stuff's got to, you know, that all has to be new. Make sure you know who you're getting the equipment from, um, and then. Like we say over and over again, get a good instructor. Get a good talk to people. Talk to the people that have been <clears throat> flying like forever, and get their advice, and get you know get that training and everything. And as far as how much it costs, I I don't know. You know, um, unless they have a do they have a payment plan? Otherwise, just go out there and throw your Mastercard and say all right, I want this or I want that wing, you know. I wouldn't even know where to begin even to buy a wing. I would have to have somebody, you know, that knows what they're doing, knows about the product and stuff before I would even, if I were to get into it, yeah. Is it like, okay, the first thing you want to buy is the wing, right? That's the first thing that you think about, the wing? Are you talking about after training? Are, Are you talking about after training? Yeah. 
Okay. So after training, um, what do you guys think as far as after training, you would get the equipment probably from your instructor or from the school, or would you go out and buy something that you want to from somebody else? I think it's a great idea to support your instructor if possible. Um, a lot of some instructors, I, I think, don't sell gear. I think the majority probably do. Um, I, I think it's smart to, to, to get what they sell because you're going to need help with it eventually. And it's better to ask him for help on equipment he's familiar with or she, he or she, I say he, because that's how humans talk. Um, uh, you're more likely to get help from your instructor with something he's familiar with than than not, you know, um, I, I think that's the most logical route. I don't think that's a hundred percent what you should always do though. I think generally that's a good idea though. So, so when you're buying a new wing, there's all different prices for these new wings. And how, how do you know, you know, what if you're on a budget, you know, what if you don't have $7,000 to throw out for a new wing? Absolutely. Well, and that there's another, how do you, you know, cause we're, yeah, a lot of us don't have that, you know, and so, and you want to fly and you want to start that new wing. Mm -hmm. where, yeah, where I think a lot of that goes done. with experience. Um, I think that's why it's just really important for new people to, to, for the wing. I think it's great to get a brand new uh, first wing. Um, I got a used wing as uh, my third wing, I think. And, um, I got taken on it like it was a bad wing and I thought I knew what to look for. And, um, I mean, it's, it's not terrible. It's flyable, but, uh, there's just some stuff that I look back on and it was a thousand bucks, you know, and I was like, you know, for a wing that flies, you at least use it for kiting, but it barely kites. Uh, it's so heavy and old and some of the, the lines are, um, I just, it's, it's, with time and experience, you know what to look for with used equipment. Um, when you're buying new equipment, you don't have to worry about looking for what could be wrong with it. You, you take that off the table. Um, so I think that's great, a great reason to get it new when you're just getting into it. But as you um, get experience and uh, you know what to look for, I think it's um, a better, I, I've got some great used wings, you know, even with that bad experience I had with, with the used wing, I've had better luck with great, great used wings. I got my spider um, uh, for literally, uh, it would be a little less than half price of a brand new spider. And I've flown that for about three years and I got my free ride for less than the half price of a brand new free ride. And you're, you're talking about uh, less than 2000 versus 4000. And if you know what to look for, I think you can, um, oh make some some great you can save some money but you got to be careful because you can also get into something potentially dangerous somebody that's not used definitely if you're going to get a used wing make sure it's been inspected and at least yes. has an inspection report at least yep. a couple months absolutely nothing a year or two old and have them test fly it for you right in front of you have them demonstrate that everything works that they're willing to fly the equipment um and then when you bring it to your instructor have your instructor go through it uh, my instructor Kyle was the test pilot for my new gear, and he 
went up and flew my paramotor and my wing before I ever did. Made sure it was in tip-top shape. So mm-hmm. as JP said, you can save up to 50% on some of these wings and, and equipment. And, and there were some deals out there to be had. Absolutely. There was still plenty of life left in it. Like, plenty of life left in it. But I will share this on that that bad wing I got. I I opened up the bag and, you know, looked at it, you know, a little bit. I didn't take it out of the stuff sack when I took it out when I got home. Because I, I had chatted with the guy that uh, I bought it from. And he, he seemed like a real nice guy, you know, he was real, real chatty. And I, I just, I thought people are good. People in the community are good. There's no way he's going to pull anything on me. And I took that wing home. I wish I would have saved. I think there was probably, probably without exaggerating, probably at least 10 pounds of sand in it. And oh it was, it was an older type of wing that doesn't have the butthole in the tips. And it took me probably uh probably three hours to to get to move that sand from the ends into the middle to a position that i could dump it out and it was just oh gosh i felt so foolish and i even i even contacted him afterwards and i was like man come on this isn't cool and he's like not my problem not my problem and uh i was just really left uh that i don't know i guess to look at it now is I, I learned something from that experience sure. and uh, that I, I guess that is worth the price of admission. So be very careful about uh, stuff like what that. What about the, like, um, when do you, like the harness, you buy the harness when you buy the wing, like you buy that separate from the wing and the harness, something that comes later. After yeah, it's you... Typically separate Linda. Um, usually the oh, harness okay. is part of the motor or okay. the frame. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Um, with paragliding, it's a little bit different, but yeah. for para- paramotor, it's usually part of the frame. Um, yeah. but there's always uh, there's kiting harnesses too that you can okay. sometimes use for free flight as well. Kiting, harness, that's what I was thinking. kiting harnesses, do you have that? Will fly? <clears throat> I do not. <laughs> I bet hey, don't feel, Sean in the chat. Don't has feel bad, one. Will. Don't feel bad. <laughs> Just another five hundred dollar thing to buy. Yeah, um, and Nick. Uh, Griffith mentioned an anemometer. I don't have one of those. I've never used that. I just memorized my windsock, but then I'm thinking I need to add a windsock. Uh, No. As far as as new wings, new wings come with, I mean, all my new wings came with windsocks. Yeah. Well, but did they have an extendable pole and all that? No. No, I bought an extendable pole. Yeah, well, I did too. 10 bucks at Walmart. You know, just you can spend hundreds of dollars on windsocks. I got one of those orange uh, driveway markers for two dollars at the hardware store (laughs) and a little uh string of uh foil tape (laughs) that I found. I found it in the field actually. And uh, yeah, dude, (laughs) three dollars. Take the film out of the VCR, exactly. (laughs) That's all it is the the, the VHS tape. Oh, that's exactly what I use, and that stuff is awesome. The trail it's tape, shiny. you can see it from board. thousands of feet in the air, so you can read, you know, the field when you're coming down. And if you oh. forget forget it at the field, you know, you're not out a bunch of money. I can't tell you wow. how many times I've been the last one to leave VLZ, and other people have forgotten their wind socks. So interesting. It happens. Matt Sloper, you don't you don't need to spend a hundred bucks on a telescoping, you know. Uh, Windsock you for your first time out. If you're trying okay. to get in the sport, you on have a to budget. spend something, right? 
you have to spend something. Okay, so I got a know. low and I got a high. <clears throat> so um, to say on the low side, I, I have an I had an um, old fishing pole with the with the with the reel. Or with the, yeah, Perfect. and then I just tied some streamers on it. So free. Oh. Okay, Never so thought of that. Right, Make so your own wind spot. Yeah. Go to Home Depot. Make your own wind spot. I'll say my wind sock, my pole is a telescoping uh, pole for paint for the rollers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or something. yeah. yeah wow, look at these ideas. I'm really impressed. I guess you would have to be inventive or you'd be paying a fortune for wind socks every time you lose one, right? Yeah, that's what Bill H just said. He left his at the air. I've done that many times. Left my, my windsock, or I'll or I'll pull the windsock out and I'll leave the uh, the thing you stick in the ground. The I don't know the post or whatever you stick in the ground. I'll leave it there. Oh, you need, you need a better that. you need a better post flight checklist. I think probably. Yeah. <sighs> Does that cost money? <laughs> your your checklist is just a piece yeah. of paper that you write down on, right? Is that what you do, Sean? Are you one of those organized guys that write everything down so you don't forget anything at the field? Um, actually, well, I mean, it's a it's a post flight, so <laughs> it's actually it actually is on my list to to make sure because one time when I first started, you know those um, those L's that go underneath your tire, so then you put your yeah. your flagpole on, right? So I took the flagpole down, and then I drove off, and I left that piece down there, so. You know, yeah, I do have a checklist now because I forgot something one time. Okay. Where was it, Sean? Um, one Your of local? the clients. One of our oh, clients. I can't remember. It's one of the not something you can go back and grab it because I've done that. Nah, it's no big deal. It was long, long time ago. Yeah. And now I'm making my own, so it's no big deal. Oh, resurgence PPG. Todd said matching shoes. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Uh, oh, got that. Yeah. On the low side, five dollars. On the high side, what? Two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. And you, you've got to buy a, a hat to support. Uh, obviously, Josh supports Aviator. Will. Well, that's true. Video support. I, I just I get that for free. I mean, whoever gives me a hat. I don't know what that means, man. Is it like a cereal <laughs> box? Support Ohio. Yeah. What Dude, is 1803? What is that? Why does everyone ask me that? It's, it's the year of well, state. Nobody bed. knows. I mean, it's... it's, <laughs> why it's why does everyone ask you that? People in Ohio ask me that. And it's on the back of every Ohio license plate. Like, oh, well, every well, time well, you're in traffic, it's like all over oh. the place. Oh. So. <laughs> I don't see that here, you know, in Michigan. So, mm -hmm. and uh, sucks. uh oh oh wait wait mr buckeye uh-huh uh-huh who beat your buckeye who uh, that was one one time uh -huh. one time go blue that's all i'm gonna say i'm just gonna leave it wait is that like ohio has a a team is that like ohio online or what what is it I'm, I'm gonna knock you out <laughs> you're gonna jump you're gonna jump out of that screen are you well <laughs> like, sloper says paragliding boots um i didn't really think about that but i do wear boots on occasion yeah sometimes uh i got a pair of those uh 
those ones that are solid rubber that come up to your knees. Um, I got those at the hardware store for 10 or 20 bucks, I think. Something. Like waiters? Yeah, yeah. I, I got those specifically for a day that I had to go back into like a, a waterlogged field. And now I just keep them in my trunk um, because... You don't launch with them. That's smart, keep them on hand. Yeah, yeah just in case you need to, you know, because even my nice leather waterproof boots, they still get wet. And uh, when, when you're... Those, uh, those waders are good for foot dragging water though because it doesn't, you can, you can submerge them and they're not, your toes are staying dry. So. I think it wouldn't be harder to foot launch in those and boots. Yeah. They're kind of awkward. They're kind of awkward, but when you're as good as me, um, you don't have any issues taking off. I actually bought, um, boots. Um, these are the tactical boots. So they're lighter than shoes. They protect your ankles. And they don't have any eyelets right there too, so they're all eyelet. Oh, oh, nice. So oh, I wow. bought. So I have, I have three pair. I got two black and one is a different color. It's a green, because if I'm flying in the snow, you know, I want to wear this. When I'm flying during oh. the summertime, I got to wear the other color boots. So it's easier to see my um, my feet. But yeah, these are lighter than shoes. These are really great. So yeah, I did on the bottom of those. The trip. Well. Um, one of them is almost bald. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Only on the right foot, not the left. I don't understand. It's like somebody's sliding on something. Well, the reason I asked that. Go ahead. When Josh. I come into land and the dew, when the dew has hit through the grass, it's oh, I'm always slipping and sliding all over the place when I wear my uh, boots. So I'm looking for something with some new trails. I, 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 I come in differently. You know, I come in with a foot drag, and then when I stop, I just set up. You know, there's no running afterwards. As soon as I'm landed, I'm oh. done. So okay. I, I don't have that issue, Mr. Josh. I'm going to have to watch your videos and see what you're doing. And maybe well, that's I... right, because you tried, Grandpa. I forgot. Yes. Josh, try the uh, metal golf cleats. They work great, man. They'll stop. <laughs> I was right? thinking about doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've been practicing my foot drag landings a lot recently. And it's like Sean was saying, you can just kind of get all the energy out on that foot drag. And by dragging your foot, it kind of keeps you parallel to the ground and your feet don't swing out in front of you. Yeah. So and, that's and nice. Here, really and here's a that. secret too. When Here's a secret too. Pull your trims all the way in and do a double wrap on your brakes. So when you do come in, you can burn it all the way off until you just walk. You're done. Yeah, I mean, try that. I've never taken a wrap. I haven't either. Yeah, that's... It, you can do so much more when you wrap because when you come down, you can come in and you can basically stop like a half an inch and then just boom, you're there. You're just standing there. There's no running afterwards. I mean, I don't understand why people run after they come in for landing. They shouldn't. They just come in whoop, and then it's like boop, a touch, a swooping touch. I need a, I need to do a video on that, I think. So I keep on hearing people like Josh talk about sliding in when they come in for landing. I think it depends on the, the conditions you're in, too. If you... Yeah, for me, it's only when there's dew on the ground. Yeah. You need to do that swoop, come in, and then just, you're there. That's it. Would you like uh, like me to show you what I have so far? Oh, yes. It's, it's after 8 o'clock. Definitely. Let's go ahead and look at the list of what we came up with or what Will came up with. Okay. As far as the lowest sides... 
and then we go what up to the highest side right is that what yeah. you're going to do did you do the high and low i did the yep i sure did I'm all sure. right this is gonna be good and that's for everything right well well it's for everything that we've come up with thus far it does not though include a paratrailer it does or not. or any expense you may incur while traveling around to various um oh no kidding how about how about as far, yeah travel money i mean as far as your car how much does it take for you to to fill up your car and drive to the fly-ins i mean you do that a couple of times yeah do that a couple of times a year and it does add up yeah it does yeah i'm, I'm probably gonna spend a grand just going to something to see them just on fuel yeah It'd probably easy yeah. hey can you see that i see lines in it oh there it goes lines are gone Okay, so you see it, though, right? Okay, yes, yeah, see it now. All yeah. right, so the left column is the low, and on the low side, up to $13,740. On the high side, $20,339. And that has nothing to do with the fuel. You know, no. your fuel on the paramotor and the oil, and your fuel in the car transporting it from, you know, your, your house yeah, to the airport. But, but then a lot of people, you know, you don't need a flight suit. You don't have to have a GoPro. That's you don't right. You have to have he heated gloves if you're yeah, in you know, you warmer. That's yeah, exactly it's... right. And, and even <laughs> you, you have to have a, a one wheel too if you have or a, exactly a Segway if you have a paramotor. But some of those things you could you could sacrifice. I think you're low. You could remove some of those. Well, um, okay. Uh, what 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 could we remove on say the the low side? the flight suit i mean if you're in a, a a warmer climate um the flight suit the heated gloves okay radio pouch well well wait a minute before we start removing things let's go ahead and take a look at it real quick the uh, pair the, the ppg bible okay we'll probably um oh he moved he moved that hold on uh, I'm, I'm not gonna oh i didn't mean to do that sorry i meant to copy it and just put it over here. Okay. And then that way I could put it back once you're off. Because <laughs> right. you so, like your So we need to do we need to do a bare minimum where uh somebody gets a um a, a yeah a, a helmet, yeah. you know, their bicycle helmet, they put in earplugs, you know. So I mean yeah, some people they... don't even use a helmet. Right. Captain Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, so this is on this column here, we can remove or change anything. So make it a bare minimum. All right. So, bare minimum, I got my paramotor and wing for $7,000. That was a good deal. Yeah. I've seen they're another deal like they're that out there. on Reddit. Okay, so what then what would be a good deal on a used wing and motor, I guess? Well, I'd, I'd say forty five hundred. Two thousand for and a nice motor. I think two grand for a, a wing is very attainable. Yeah, okay. two grand for a wing, I think, is is really good. And then if you maybe, know what you're looking for, or you can you know get what you're looking sanded. for, right? You can get sand. Yeah, exactly. Um, then maybe four, forty-five to five. 45. I'd say thirty-five hundred is the bare minimum for a mo for a good used motor. Yeah, I. Yeah, because I sold one for that, so I'll, right. I'll agree with that. I, I bought a couple of them for thirty-five, and they're fine. Okay, and Bill H says a helmet for thirty. 
I would agree with that. I mean, I'd say yeah. they just, yeah. So maybe they just got a bicycle, a thirty dollars bicycle helmet, and put in you know those uh, orange earplugs. Yeah. And then plenty of people who don't have a radio or a radio pouch. Exactly. Yeah, radio and radio. if you're getting instruction, which you you are, I'm sure they'll have their own. They'll have a radio for you to uh -huh. communicate. Right. So you don't have to actually buy it. So get rid of that radio pouch. Don't need that. Right. Got to have the Bible. Don't need yeah. heated gloves. I don't I mean, need. I don't think you need anything in that second. Well, you do have to have some kind of eye protection. I guess sunglasses. Glasses, right? mm. So everyone has a pair of those, so we can get rid of that. I just use the glasses that I drove to the field with. Uh, Literally. Yeah. That's usually what I use, too. Flight mm. reserve, you won't need a reserve. Right. Uh, or the Garmin watch, Segway, anemometer, kiting harness. I, I think you need a kiting harness, but you don't have to have it because the instructor will have it, right? Maybe, maybe. Um, Most of my copper kiting harness till two years own. into the sport. You you don't have one, Josh? No, I finally got one, but oh, okay. um, I started with just a kiting harness, and then it it chafed pretty good, so I went to a free flight one. Okay. Yeah, free flight harnesses to kite are the best, I think. Entire entire column. And I don't want to do any of that. Uh, I guess I'll just clear it. That's all I want to do. Well, I don't know. So here I'll cheat, cut it maybe, and put it over there and then delete it. Okay, so uh, and windsock, don't have to have that. We already came up with zero and matching shoes. Sorry, Todd, you don't have to have that. The wing still flies. Your luck might not be as That's good. That's true. So, we got it down to $7,090. And maybe if you're just lucky, you might be able to shave that $90. So we'll do, we can just say 7000 for all that right now, just to get up and fly. And we know that's exactly what um, Josh did. So we'll say a $90 discount. <laughs> 7000 Right, which is exactly what Josh paid. Right? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I paid for a wing and paramotor. All right. So um, that does not does that or does that not include a thousand dollars for training? It does include fifteen hundred for training. Includes fifteen hundred for training. Okay, which yes. that's probably that's Kyle's new price, and I still think he's probably the cheapest around. I 15, think he is too. Fifteen hundred is the cheapest price you can get right now that I know of anywhere, and I think that's going up pretty soon because of well, the world. Yeah, and Todd, Todd says that it's also the intangibles. We touched on that of lodging, travel, meals during training, oh, meals during training. Right. Um, um, yeah, and of course the time off, but it, whatever. That's right, that's right. You, you may lose, uh, if you're not um, working a salary job, you might be losing money. Yeah. So, but hey, okay. So, so there you have it. Um, it is definitely, if you have the desire to fly and you want to learn how to fly a pair of motor, it is definitely attainable. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're saying $7,000 is the minimum, minimum, bare freaking minimum that you're even 
fathom of thinking. And that's if you know people that will get you really good $2,000 wings that are used and a good $3,500 motor. Um, if you try to do that from eBay, that will, I swear that you, you will not get that deal from eBay. <laughs> yeah. You will not. Not even on prime day. No, definitely. <laughs> no. So that's if you're able to wiggle your way into it, knowing people that know people, get your training for $1,500, find a $2,000 good wing that's not going to drop you out of the sky, and a $3,500 motor that's going to carry you and not drop you out of the sky, $7,000 minimum. Yep. Um, the high side is just a tad bit over $20,000, but we're also talking about getting that Garmin watch and possibly that Segway and other um, odds and ends that you might just have to have if you're a gadget person. Yeah. And then mid is about $20,000. i am sorry. And then the low is about $13,500. Um, so minimum seven. Um I guess we should that low side we should maybe call average about yeah i think so i mean it, the, i've always used the number 15,000 when someone asked me you know for all the bells and whistles yeah it's kind of a go to thousand yeah, yeah. And, and that was that matches kind of matches what i spent so we always say it's like the cost of a motorcycle mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah there you go it really is so i guess you think that you're going to get into it for about 7,000, right? And then over the course of a year or year or so, it ends up being thirteen or $20,000. Yeah. How much, how much does it cost to play a game of golf every week? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know the answer to that, but I know it's not cheap. I don't know. Does anybody know what that price is? I would like to I mean, know. It, I don't. it depends uh, if it's like uh, one of those clubs or, you know, a country club or just uh, an open course. You could, depending on the hobby, you can sink some serious dough in yeah. golf. Yeah, even RC, planes, uh -huh. stuff like that. Uh -huh. That stuff's not cheap. And so. DJI drone is uh, $1,500 to $2,500. <laughs> Yeah, about one of those. I do too. I, I have one, one too. <laughs> <laughs> because when you can't find those heavy winds, I still want to see what it looks like from up above. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember oh, a bad apple driving the dog's paramotor. nuts. You have a paramotor cover. The good cover is not cheap. It's still a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, I've got the one with the – I can't remember which one I got. It's got like a stall on the in the back and in the center. It's a nice one. Is it blue? No, it's black. Um, and it's I got a heavy-duty one that came with mine used. I don't know who makes it. I've never seen it for sale anywhere. But it's a really heavy-duty tarp fabric. Yeah. Hey, Walter's in the house. That's pretty cool how you put that list out there, Will. Yeah, that is pretty that, interesting. That really puts in perspective... Uh, my gosh. I, and I'm going to, I'm going to say something real quick too, because if you are that person that's just getting into this and you're like, I'm not going to get a Segway. Uh, what, what is that? A flight suit? I don't need no GoPros or heated gloves. I bet you anything, or <laughs> I bet you anything in a year, you're going to look back at this and go, yeah, maybe you're right. 
Uh -huh. <laughs> I even got my matching sure. shoes. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, you'll be flying with your buddies, like I said, and you, you're gonna see something that's just like, oh, if I just should, had should we that, put would my life perfect. <laughs> should, should we put domain names on here for Sean? No, you oh can my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a couple of domain names. Oh, but, that's uh, cool. That's real. I learned a lot tonight. I learn a lot every every Monday, you know, but um, every show, all the shows that I watch. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That really breaks it down. Hey, Will, can you scroll down real quick? Let's go ahead and go through this real quick for the people that are listening to the podcast and can't see what's on the show. Yeah, um, in case they have questions. So um, real quick, Will, can you go through what you have here and uh, what you come up with for the people that are listening to the show instead of watching it? Yeah, and this was a collective. We kind of put our heads together and came up with uh, what it costs to paramotor from the training to the equipment, everything. So the first column is the low uh, cost that we came up with, and that came up to 13,000, 13 and a half thousand. And, and, and can you share can you share what we have on the actual list as far as oh sure 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 so uh do you want me to each yeah sure line by line please okay, so training is 1500 this is the low side paramotor is 7000 wing is 3000 helmet with comms 250 radio 70 radio pouch 20 uh the paragliding bible $60 heated gloves, $50 glasses, 20 GoPro, 220 flight suit, 65 reserve, 600. That's really uh, low right there. 600 a reserve. Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, um, is, that, is that too low? Um, that's, that's a good low, but, too uh, low. You, but you want to go and put 1200 on the high side for the reserve because mine was 1200 because it's steerable. 1,200,000. Not that much. <laughs> made of gold. Wow. Uh, not working for me tonight or something. There we go. Okay. Um, the Garmin watch, which is something I use all the time for navigation and keeping track of time, 350. Segway, 400. Anemometer, 30. Kiting harness, 100. Windsock, nothing, because you can make your own. Matching shoes, $5. I guess that's dollar general or 7-eleven or whatever and when you say matching shoes you want the color of the wings to match your shoes that's what you're talking about right the color of the shoes to match your wing exactly yep and uh so uh and you want me to go on the high side or yeah so okay. yeah so let's go ahead and figure out so that so that ended up to be what thirteen thousand seven hundred forty dollars yes okay low side and then the high side for training i think that um it's pretty i think it's closer to 3500 right i mean four yeah. right Tom said he's the high the high was 4500 oh uh, really yeah I, I don't doubt that but i don't know where it is so All should right. i change that or leave it the same well we know it's 3600 like what is it 3850 okay 3850 for um aviator, aviator. Mm-hmm. Uh, paramotor, 9,000. Does that sound about right on the high side? Yeah. That's that's pretty, that's a lot of bells and whistles, I think, and nice paramotor. Okay. Uh, wing. Wing, I think we could adjust that. 
Uh, need to go up to at least 4,500 because I bought a, one of my wings for 4,500. For a beginner though? Well, just for the high side of buying a wing and that's an intermediate, that's a beginner intermediate wing. Okay. Actually, um, I think, yeah, so go 4,500, I think it was. Okay. Helmet with comms, 1349, uh, radio 300. Could actually spend more than that, but I mean, you can get a nice radio for 300. Radio yeah. pouch, 50. You can now, when you say radio there. pouch, are you talking about just a, you know, a little pouch on the side to put my radio? Uh, yes. Like chest harness. Yeah, or it could be a chest harness. This is the one that I use. And Can you describe it for the people that are listening? Sure, sure. It's uh, It was $20, and it's Coaxier, C-O-A-X-S-H-E-R. Uh, 20 bucks. It's got a place for two radios and a place for your phone, a couple extra little pouches um, for odds and ends. And then it's got a huge center pouch that button snaps and zips if you need it to, uh, which is plenty of room for, gosh, I don't know. It's like a freaking purse. I got everything in here. Um, so let me ask the chat real quick. Has anybody used a radio pouch? I think that Will does. Um, does Brian? JP, JP does. does. I, I do have not. one. I don't, I don't use it all the time, but it, it stays strapped to my harness because uh, it's actually made by Jin. It's a radio pouch, and it's also got a hook knife built into the, the flap yeah. of the pouch. Okay. that I can pull out and use the knife if I ever got into a pinch. It was like $18. So Yeah, they're not my, expensive. My, my reserve has a Velcro front mount, so everything I have that I need is either on my chest mount or on my reserve flight deck. <clears throat> nice. Well, yeah, top-end reserve, so yeah, I spent a little bit. You're on the Beamer steerable, yeah. you said? Yeah, the 130 Beamer. So we were, where, where did we leave off? The reserve? Radio pouch. Okay, radio pouch. So. Oh, yeah, $50. Right. Uh, the Bible, $60, stays the same. Heated gloves, $250. Has anybody spent more than $250 for heated gloves yet? That is about the high side, you think? Yeah, those yeah, I've seen some are, really, I've seen some really nice high-end motorcycle ones, and they're right at two ninety-nine. Okay, yeah. okay. And the liners, those those uh, thin liners, you know, from Canada or whatever, I think they're around two fifty. I got a preset in the mail. Hey, power in motion. Josh, are you yeah. the one that did that oh. thing on uh, Reddit about overvolted? Yeah, overvolted. Yeah, that's me. That was you. Oh, are are we off? Uh, no, off we're live. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy, buddy. <laughs> I saw that post and I wanted to run something by you. Uh, the gloves that I was sent, um, they look like your typical heated gloves, but instead of one battery pack, it's literally two battery packs. And uh, I think they might be very similar to what you you uh, designed in that, that uh, post you made. Okay. I, I, I'm not sure if it's just if they're in parallel or in series, though. And I'm tempted to put those new batteries I got in my old gloves. So it's two batteries happens. per glove? Yeah, they're they're connected together. I'll have to here, I'll go grab them right now. 
carry on. I'll be back. Someone wanted to send me a pair of heated gloves to review, and I didn't do it. The, the, did, they were did they contact you too? That's yeah, they yeah, contacted I did, I me did. through Instagram. Well, it, yeah, it, I, it seemed super shady, but uh, I it was on point. She she PayPal'd me money and to order them on Amazon, which I still think is super weird. Yeah. But uh, everything checks out on it. She just asked me to do a review on them, which yeah. I just did this weekend. So, uh, I, uh, send me your info. Maybe it's the same person. If it is, okay. you know, All I'll right. give you the thumbs up. But yeah, I'll be right man, back. Hey, Let me grab the check, battery. Check, check your bank account, though, dude. It's not. It's not through the bank account. Though. <laughs> well, I'm just PayPal. messing with you. <laughs> yeah. You're funny, but yeah, really, huh? <laughs> so, okay, so uh, now where did we leave off? Glasses. Glasses, hundred dollars. Yeah, you can spend a lot of money on glasses. GoPro, four hundred. That's reasonable. Flight suit. Um, uh, that I paid. Uh, I think I want to pay. I want to say I paid two seventy nine for my flight suit. That um, what I paid for mine. And when we say flight suit, we can also mean we bought you know um, under you know warm when warm weather gear of some sort underneath our our regular clothes or something. So we can say like a snowmobile suit. Yeah, or or yeah, um, yeah. that that thermal underwear or the heated um, you know under undersuit. I got a question on the glasses. Is that safety glasses or is that sunglasses? What uh, is like you Ray, have to wear Ray like Band. regulated glasses when you're flying? Aviator, flying. yeah, aviator style. You know, uh, Ray Ban. You know, the, the cool looking ones. No, just whatever oh. you wear. You know, just whatever you wear because oh. because during the oh. weather, uh, winter here too, um, because it's so bright. Um, I, I do like to use the ski mask. So, you know, I do wear oh, the ski mask right. for, for winter. Um, okay. and oh, the balaclava? Whatever, the, yeah, whatever the yeah. name is. Yeah, the balaclava. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so okay. the reserve is 1,200. Garmin watch, 500. Um, and by the way, you don't need the extra, extra, extra expensive Phoenix, whatever they're up to now. One of the lower like the Garmin Phoenix 5, I think, uh, it'll run the program called Stufly, which is awesome and it's free. What it's actually do you use that watch for, Will? Do you use it for navigation or altimeter no, or what? Uh, I, I use it, it can be used for, you know, pretty detailed navigation, but I'm mostly, you know, before I fly, I just open the Stufly app and it knows when I've taken off, it can tell. So it's, you're using it to log... It keeps track of everything, and you know. It keeps can I post a link in the chat, or will huh? it be like? Can I yeah, post yeah. a link in the chat, or will it be? Sure. So JP, um, I have a Garmin uh, watch as well, and I use it to track all my flights. I just posted a link to one of my activities in the chat. You can kind of click on it, and then you can review all of the data that it logs. Yeah, and it logs a lot, but it, the, it like I try to keep it really simple when I'm flying. So at any point I can look at my watch and it's got an arrow pointing back to where I took off from, you know, oh, just, nice. real, just real simple stuff, you know? So, uh, cause I don't like to do math in the cockpit as much as possible. Right. So, where did you put this Josh? In the, uh, in the chat, in the YouTube chat or in the zoom chat? No, YouTube chat. I don't either. You didn't put it there. Ooh, right on top of Walter's. Yeah. And Bill H's message here. Let me see if I can put it in the Zoom chat. Bill Linda H. Darling. GPS. 
Anyone else in the Zoom chat for you? So the flight suit well, is pretty much for the that same as the paramotors and paragliders wear. What? What did you say, Linda? The, the, the flight suit, is that pretty much the same that where the paramotors wear and the, uh, the, the free-flying guys wear? Like, is it important to have a good flight suit or are you just, that's just something that's a little extra that you want to buy? Well, keep you warm. Yeah, I mean, it's super important. I mean, if you're, it's not, to me, it's not safe to be flying when you're uncomfortable because you, it's easier to make mistakes and uh, kind of rush through things. And so, um, yeah, to me, it's indispensable. Is the flight suit like a jumpsuit kind of thing? Where, yeah. or, oh, okay, is. because I, I still see a lot of, you know, the pair guys, paramotor guys just flying, you know, just in the summer, especially just in shorts and, you know, and their boots or whatever, their shoes. And I just, yeah, for everybody that doesn't live in Florida, we got to keep warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I wonder about that because not everybody, you know, obviously not, doesn't. Not everybody wears the flight suit, right? Yeah. Well, and we don't either in the in the summer. I mean, just oh, like oh, that's just okay. So you're just talking winter. Yeah. Flight suit. We're cold weather flying. I gotcha. Okay. So the anemometer thirty dollars, kiting harness two fifty, windsock one hundred. Now these you can spend more than that on a windsock. Yeah. Uh, matching shoes two hundred fifty dollars, and from that we came up to nearly twenty three thousand dollars. That's the high side of things. Wondering if we should add spare prop to that. I had one. I needed. I needed one. Oh yeah, I think that's more important anyway. Because um, not only do I have a couple of spares, but I also um, bought a, a three um, three prop blade, and um, don't use that a lot because of the harmonics. But yeah, I got a couple of um, couple of Is different. It there's a weird harmonics when you have a three blade prop it kind of goes womp 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 and you can hear it um it, it's like having the the windows down just right where you hear the fum 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 oh yeah driving it kind of feels the same way when you're when you're flying it just has that weird harmonics and i thought well maybe it's just me but it seems like a lot of people that fly three blade props have the same weird harmonics um if anybody's in the chat that has a three blade prop that hears that weird harmonics. Let me know what you think that actually is. All right, what's going on, on, Will? All right, so uh, the spare prop then two ninety five. That's probably about right for a wood prop, wouldn't you say? Yeah, three ninety five for a carbon fiber. Yeah, for a basic like helix or e prop, right? Okay, so that's how we came up with uh, with that number. But the interesting column is what could you fly bare 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 minimum with and that's just down to the training paramotor and the wing um and helmet let's see helmet with comms and the paragliding bible which comes up to about seven thousand dollars so yeah definitely uh yeah man it's it's totally doable yeah but you remember you start off with that that thousand dollars and uh, that seven thousand dollars, and then you break a prop. 
or you go, uh, your buddy say, hey, come to this airport, but you need to have um, airband because it's in, you know, Bravo or Charlie or something, right? So. Mm -hmm. Can I borrow this, this green real quick, Will? Yeah, yeah, let me stop. You can have it right back. I want to show this to Josh. Um, I put a link to uh, the gloves I got in the chat too. Um, uh, it's uh, an Amazon link. Okay, the Sabbath, Sabbath heat. Yeah, and oops, I guess I didn't need to ask you to stop on the screen share. I did. Um, no, I didn't need you to oh, do you that. Oh, need me to? No. Um, I needed to close my virtual background. Yeah, I'm gonna do none just so I can show you these real quick. This is that's the same battery, man. Yeah, no, that that's what's in these right here. Okay. But then these come with this, which I don't know how well you can see that. Oh, I see the double pouch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it does look like a double. Double the battery. It's the same shape right here. Right. But there's two of them. So it's like is there's a sticker on it that says what the voltage there's, is. Or there's like a padding over it, and I kind of don't want to. It's this neoprene soft material. Um, you have a voltmeter. Can you measure the voltage out of it? Yeah, I guess I could do that. Uh, there's some sketchy uh, instructions about being super careful about if you... Yeah, don't short it. Yeah, you can short it out um, if you're not careful. So yeah, um, If you got an yeah. old headphone jack or something that'll plug into that, you know, yeah. use it like a pair of pigtails. Oh, okay. All right, I'll have to do is that. It, uh, oh, man, it is the same one. What's that? Is it? It looks like it. Yeah. Initials LJ. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. I think. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. had her email up. Let me double check that. But It's got to be. Those gloves are the exact same ones. I, I, I don't know why they're doing that the way they're doing it. Um, well, they, I'm, I'm sure they want honest reviews, but they want other, you know, I guess I don't know. LJ, no, not not LJ. Um, it, 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 was it just on Instagram that they contacted you? She contacted me on Messenger. Messenger. Yeah, I'll I'll send you I'll send you what I got. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about it. That thing. Okay. And looking at the ad, I don't see anything that says what the voltage, voltage is. is. There's a there's a link to a special offer. For the Something. battery, it says, "Hell, oh, here they are." So yeah, the same exact batteries are for sale on Amazon. Just Sabbath heat rechargeable, seven point four volt, three thousand milliamps. I will say then, that the the time it takes them to heat up is mind blowing. Like it's literally about three seconds that it goes from completely cold to to relatively warm. It goes from two to three seconds. They heat up quick. I was very impressed by, by how fast and that that's what lead leads me to believe that i think they must be 14 volts um it says they're 7.4 volt does it really yeah. i don't know how uh on the box it said something about carbon nanotubes heating technology or something and it made about me giggle but, does but it, they really do does it yeah fingers I would say uh, it's concentrated on the back of the palm, but it does heat up the fingers as well. 
So on my research with heated gloves, everything that says they have carbon, some sort, nanotubes, Kevlar, whatever it is, it's just a heated cloth element. It's basically mm-hmm. made of carbon. It's like a strip of carbon cloth and it's weaved throughout the glove and you apply a voltage to that and it heats up. Okay. So, so it, it's pretty much the same amongst all the gloves. It's just the pattern okay. of the stitching that they did it and where they put the actual, uh, where they lamp where they ran the Kevlar cloth, whether it's up and down the fingers, the fronts, the backs, the sides, or you know, the back of the hand. Yeah, I. in short, I'm, for the money, less than a hundred bucks, I couldn't be uh, much happier with them. They get really hot, like hot enough to really burn you, um, I would say, like uncomfortable. I don't know if it'll burn you, but it's uncomfortably hot just sitting here in the living room on high. I, I took yeah, a burn flight. How What's long that? do they last? I don't know about that. I haven't I haven't tested that yet. So the only drawback um, about doing the battery mod that I did for a flight batteries... it was 40, 50 degrees. What? No, go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, what was I saying? Um, I, I flew the other day and it was like 50, 40, 50 degrees and I took they have four heat settings and i had the second actually the the coldest heat setting and it was still too warm um even at three thousand feet yeah it was uh they 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 heat really well i can't imagine uh a scenario where where they aren't going to be warm enough so i'm really happy with them um you were saying the downside of the mod you did was uh you can't you can over discharge them accidentally right you can over discharge them and the battery is twice the size and half so the milliamp hours so right because it's a four cell versus time, a two it's a three cell versus a two but three yeah, cell versus um, two yeah the three cell that comes out just like 11.1 volts or something and i know the switch in mine's good up to 16 volts so mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to push them any more than that okay but yeah that looks like the same i'm looking at the battery the replacement batteries for the subot heat on amazon right now and it says uh-huh. 7.4 volts so I assume it's the same battery, which is yeah. probably in, in parallel and there's an increased capacity. Right. Huh. Very interesting. But still, but okay. Well, good. All right. So what do we think? Lowest is going to be $7,000 for everything. The highest is could be up into the 20000 and that's if you don't get like a retractor trike. And, and a one wheel. Exactly. So um, anybody have any questions? Was there mm-hmm. any questions in the chat? I've been standing up trying to stretch my back out. So I haven't looked in the chat. And uh, Any questions in the chat or mm-hmm. anything you guys want to discuss? I really thought that this was just going to be an hour show, but here we are. Yeah, I got to head out here in a, a minute. Um, we're winding things down here. Um, dexterity. Mark H wants to know about dexterity. Um, I will say that for me, I I ordered a size smaller than what the the uh, the guide said to, just because I know from experience that I don't know. I guess I have short fingers, um, and I got the smallest ones possible, and they they fit really tight, which I I feel like it's important to fit really tight so that dexterity is still there and I can still do all my buckles and everything. I, I think it, 
properly sizing them is as important to dexterity as anything else. And uh, so, yeah, take that for what it's worth. But yeah, it's they're not they're not clumsy. They they fit really really well. So I've had yeah. experience with those with some of those gloves. They're they're made for uh, I guess Asian hands, which tend to be a little smaller. Ah, okay. So, um, so that's interesting that you ordered a size smaller than you would normally. Well, and she, I was emailing her and she actually recommended a larger size. And I was like, I don't know, I'm pretty familiar. I actually sent her a picture of my hand next to a tape measure. And she was like, oh yeah, get, get the ones that you, that you mentioned. Because I think, the, I think the, the the width of your hand is one measurement, but then the, the length of your fingers is another, and uh, they'll they'll stretch a little bit, I, I guess. But your fingers, you know, the palm area can stretch, but the finger area can't shrink. And for me, it's really important to not have the finger area be too long, because then you lose that, you know, that being able to stop, JP, stop, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Too much material. <laughs> hey, Wiggy in the chat. Wiggy, Wiggy Wing says uh, he has those gloves and he loves them. So cool. Right on. Yeah, it was a good show tonight. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. I enjoyed <laughs> it. Blue by. Hey, uh, Re Resurgence in the chat says, Will Fly, don't you have Asian size hands? Man, look at these hands. Where are they? <laughs> Where are like my hands? <laughs> oh, good. oh, what do you call those? The mimes when they do this? The you know. Yeah, the um, Resurgence them. says the most expensive training is 4500 I think that's uh, what did yeah. you have on your on your spreadsheet? Well, uh, thirty eight hundred. I guess that that was uh, aviator. Who is forty five hundred? I don't know. I, I asked him. Okay. Um, and Nick Griffith Griffith says the Gen gloves are three hundred and seventy five dollars. Super nice. Well, they should be super nice for three hundred seventy five dollars. They should I do mean, your dishes for three hundred dollars. Dang right, yeah. But I bet they're nice. Um, and yeah, okay. Uh, Plainfield PPG, and he's right. The GoPro, <laughs> so cheap knockoff for sixty bucks. You can. It's not going to have the stabilization that the GoPro has, but hey. So guess, guess who's got the school that's charging forty five hundred? I found it. Guess who it is? Um, is it in the U.S.? It's super. Oh, oh, really? oh. Yeah. oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. That's all I had to say. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Makes perfect. Yeah, forty five hundred. They have a whole breakdown of everything. So they got forty five hundred training laptop coming in at eight grand, harness two hundred, reserve eleven 1, hundred, dominator thirty eight hundred, stuff sack ninety nine. Then they give you a two thousand dollar discount for training. I guess when you buy all that gear, that's nice. And then, and then uh, shipping five hundred bucks for shipping. Okay, yeah. so yeah, that's super training. Okay. <laughs> I did not know. 
Yeah, I didn't either. And the funny thing is, is I did that didn't even cross my mind. And so, yeah. Well, anybody have anything that they wanted to say? This is the last show of the season. Uh, The next time that we uh, go and do a live show, it's going to be 2022 in our third season of Clear Prop TV and PPG Grampus Perimeter Podcast. Um, Anybody have anything that they want to say before we head on out? I mean, it's almost nine o'clock. I cannot believe it. Yeah, I I do. I want to say that it has just been a freaking awesome blessing to be able to hang out with you guys this year and made a lot of new friends. And man, if I didn't fly a paramotor, I'd still be happy with what I got right here. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for putting up with me. (laughs) Well said, well, well said. Um, I definitely second that. Definitely second that. That's I third that. Absolutely. The the flying is fun, but the people are, are funner. The flying is good, the people are better. How about that? I like the which, funner or, or part. Which like I said, I for the most part the community is good, but they're this our little community here is uh top notch people. I couldn't be happier with the, the people in our, our little group here. So I love you guys, you know, with all my heart. And that's why I, uh, these talks that we have, especially about safety, they really mean a lot to me because you you guys mean a lot to me. And I'm going to stop right there before I get any more mush here. But uh, fly safe up there, guys. That's all I'm going to say. Right on. That's, that's good mush. I like good mush, though. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I mean we've been we've been we've been doing this almost every single Monday night the last two years. And um, I've really had a great time and a, a, a ton of people. Um, I, I look forward to Monday just so we can sit here and, and talk about paramotors because, you know, most people, we don't get to do this. I mean, we got a live chat. You guys can, can talk. You can talk to each other. You can ask us questions. We can ask you questions. And we can get a lot of people in here. So I really appreciate everybody that joins us and everybody that hangs out with us or everybody on the panel. You guys are definitely the best. And I can't imagine uh, what uh, season three is going to be like for us. Um, I'm I'm very excited. So and once again, uh, Robert's Robert's going to jump on for a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah. I told oh him to goodness. come. I told him to Robert. To Robert who? By. I know. Robert who? <laughs> well, Robert Poikles of ParagliningTalk.com. Well, I see that my Robert boy. Michaels has joined us. Oh. Hello, my friend. It's good to In see the you. Flesh. What up? What's up, man? Smiling, no. that's why. You guys can hear me? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Can you hear me now? Okay, good. Yes, sir. I don't have the good microphone out. I was playing around in the garage. I know. I, I missed that. Without that microphone, like right up here, it's like, who are you? you <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, that's part of your ensemble is, is the microphone, paragolidingtalk.com. That's yeah. right. I got, um, I blew up a prop, so I was in the garage trying to create a mold for the new one. Oh, we, we were just talking Hi. about uh, nickel and dime of uh, paramotoring. Yeah. A little cost. Yeah, if you if you 
if you completely blew up the prop, prop like I did, you can't salvage it. I don't think it's salvageable, but since I bought new ones, I might as well make a mold. Ah, uh, yeah. Just, Now's just the time. Nick. Now's the, the time. Yeah. So how you blow up an entire prop? Uh, well, no, it's it's not an entire prop. It's probably about three inches. I don't know. It might Is be it, rebuildable. You run uh, Helix or uh, E-Props or? E, yeah, E-Prop. Right on. I got a That's package bad. from, it look, I think it's from my mom. Oh, he's going to open it live on TV. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. What is this? Yeah. Merry Christmas. What is that I see in your hand, sir? Merry Christmas. Yay! Uh, got it! Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, so for, for our... For our viewers that are not viewing, that are listening to us, what did you just show us, Mr. Robert Michaels? Okay, so I got a, <clears throat> it's a calendar. Oh, this is awesome, man. This is a PBG From? zone calendar, 2021-2022 yes. PBG. And um, it says, yep. just read this. There's it says, Robert, made we- the, uh, made the calendars, Robert. I'm going to, I'm going to read, <clears throat> excuse me. Robert, we greatly appreciate your business. Truly hope your service is great. We would greatly appreciate a five-star review. Oh, I thought that, I thought this was like a personal uh, thing. You can connect with us through Facebook, Instagram deals. Cool, man. Clear Prop TV. Sincerely, Jim. And there's Merry a little Christmas. thing to scan. And a, this is a sticker. Sweet. So <laughs> excited. Not? Yeah, I'm super stoked. Thank you. You finally uh, got it. It took like forever it seemed like uh, jim's usually on top I of that it. stuff i know i wish jim was here tonight dang it i know excited. Where did no, you i got it i got to message him now and let him know that robert got his calendar so. yeah the whole world does know now yeah right what a yeah. freaking surprise to have robert michaels on our show i didn't right? know, you had an I end know. robert michaels Ma, uh, <laughs> well it, it took stealing his mom and uh two she's years always, of doing a podcast uh, to have she's him come always on talking here. about how he, how she knows this guy i didn't think that uh they actually <laughs> knew each other you know i know one in california one in wisconsin <laughs> yeah. one <in> my... <laughs> i love it right cool thanks mom you're welcome. I'm stoked. I have, uh, I ran out my last month, December with my, I had the calendar from um, Mo, from Motown, from the uh, Flying oh. Circus. Oh, yeah. He's got a Are calendar too. Um, I may go. Uh, I'm going to, okay. I'm planning on going to Salton Sea. The, um, it's a tall order to do both, but who knows? Something could, something could happen. Sweet. I'm driving out from Missouri to go to Salton and then fly in service right after. Right on. We'll me, have to me and Hot Buttered Steve. Dude, that's awesome. Josh Perry. I would love to meet Josh Perry at the Salton Sea. No, you wouldn't. He's a terrible <laughs> guy. I hate that guy. <laughs> Dude, seriously, man. I'm stoked. I, I don't know no, if I'm going to... I, I think if I... Or we're live on the air. Yeah. Uh -huh. I think I want to crash the Flying Circus. <laughs> not crash at but like just fly in from like oh. somewhere nearby i'll i'll radio in and make sure that it's okay to fly in and then just come fly in and land in there and just 
poach be like a celebrity. show up unannounced yeah because it's it's pretty expensive it's it's like 150 <laughs> yeah. bucks but if i could come fly in and just poach it <laughs> yeah <laughs> hot butter steve and i were actually looking at the prices last night it's 150 bucks for the trail to bring an rv in right yeah, Is yeah. general admission still pretty it's cheap it's free? uh just a notch under that I'm, i think it's like 100 bucks or something all right worth every penny <laughs> until uh i get mo on the show and then i'll just beg him for a free ticket there you go yeah oh, flying circus I, think that, uh, I didn't think that was like family friendly i oh, thought it was because, like, super wild just because they have uh flamethrowers uh, guns <laughs> yeah cannons <laughs> cannons I think it's pretty much anything goes at Flying Circus. Yeah. Yeah. Flames dropping money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It, it, it Sounds like a great time, great. to be honest. It does. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's like America all just wrapped into one event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Concentrated into a few days. Yeah. It's like all things flying. <laughs> High, we'll high, high like, power oh rifles. I, I can bring my BB gun. Yeah. <laughs> bring automatic weapons. I think so. I get crazy over there. It's time to eat. Okay. Oh, looks like Eric Weirs finally showed up. A little late, buddy. Yep. Well, guys, I'm going to run. I'm going to go get Thanks, some food. All right. Yeah, you I got to head for, out too. Uh, having me on. You guys are yeah. awesome. Hey, thanks, thanks for stopping by. Have a have a good one, and we'll see you next year, buddy. Hey, real yeah. quick, real quick, Robert, Robert, yes, sir. Real quick, can we grab a uh, thumbnail? Oh yeah, yeah oh, we got cool. everyone here. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Hold on, let me fix my hair. One, two, three. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you for doing that. Right. JP. Happy New Year. Cool. Happy right, guys, New I'm Year. Head out too. Happy New Year. Love Night, you, guys. Bye. See you guys. Later. All right, I guess we'll just wrap up the show since everybody's leaving. Um, this that is the last night. What's that? I said that made my night. I know that was so awesome. I'm really glad he was able to come on, and uh, that's thank you. Is that my Christmas present? Robert yeah. Michael's coming on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love that was a great Christmas. Present. We had a good topic tonight and everything, so I just sent him the link. I said, "Hey, if you want to, you know." I was going I was just about to ask him how much did it cost to get into free flying because that's a lot cheaper. Oh yeah, yeah. we'll have to get him back. We'll have to get him back here. So, uh, and and that's something we haven't uh, put up there too. It's like you can free flight first before you pair a motor. You don't need to go buy a motor. So, yeah. and it probably yeah. make you a better paramotor pilot too. Too. So there's something for you too. Yeah. Uh, you can yeah. go there free go. flying. There you go. So, yeah, I guess if you want to get into it really super cheap, look into uh, paragliding. And if you want to get in it really, really cheap, you can, like, hang your head out the window Whoops. while you're flying. I mean, while you're driving, you know, just kind of. <laughs> I think the cheapest flight, the, the really the cheapest flight that I had before I got into paramotoring was droning uh, live, um, you know, live view. You know, I got a 4K a camera on there and you can fly anywhere you want to. And, and you're watching on your goggles on VR. I think that's my first flying before I got into paramotoring. I did the same thing. 
Sean. I didn't do the VR stuff, but I did the, the droning first. And then just, I wonder how many people, I wonder how many paramotor pilots started with a drone. Me? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No. Sorry, guys. You got to run. I'll catch you next right. time. Later, JP. Right. Have a good one, buddy. Be good. Take it, buddy. Cool. Yep. All right. Well, um, I guess we'll see you all, what, next year? Next yeah. year. January 3rd is our next show. And then January 10th, we're going to have Jack Burton on our show. Awesome. January 10th. So, so far, so good. January 3rd, or who knows? Absolutely. So our January 3rd, if we don't have a guest, we're going to be talking about something. So everyone that's in the chat right now, what are some suggestions for next week, which is going to be season three uh, in 2022 on clearproptv.com? What are some good topics we can talk about? New Year's resolutions. And how we are not going to be getting them done by the end of the week. Well, yeah. I mean, isn't that true? I mean, it's like New Year's comes around and by the end of the, that weekend, you're like, ah, screw it. <laughs> I'm not going to go to the gym. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> yeah, right. goals a little lower there, buddy. Take that money <laughs> and buy another goals. <laughs> Exactly. Well, let's go ahead and say goodbye to everybody, and uh, we'll chat for just a couple minutes, um, and then we'll go to bed because my back has been hurting me really bad. Uh -oh. I got, I got uh -oh. old man back. Oh, oh not the old man back. All day long, students yesterday, so I was like oh, wore, yeah. wore out. Um, but anyway, um, thank you all for watching, and uh, it's 9 o'clock already. I cannot believe that we've been chatting and talked to you guys. hope you guys had very happy um, holidays, Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, everything that's out there. We we love you guys. Um, and New Year's is coming around, so hopefully the coronavirus will be gone on New Year's Day. We'll never have to hear about that ever again. And we get to go out and fly every single day because now everybody has a job that's called flying paramotors. Hey, I'm wishing for it. I mean, you know, it's the new year coming up. That's what I want. Um, any uh, words of wisdom, Mr. Josh Perry, and where can we find you in that awesome website? Um, you can always find me at pbgzone.com. Um, send me a private message on there if you need to get a hold of me, or there's a contact form at the bottom with my email. Just click on it and shoot me an email. Um, but that's pretty much the only way to find me. Um, come check us out on paramotordiscord.com if you're on the computer all the time. We're sitting here chatting away about anything and everything paramotor all day, every day, um, between downtime at our nine to five. So come hang out with us, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight, Josh. Definitely appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Um, Josh. And Paramom USA, Linda Anderson, thank you so much for bringing on your son. He, oh. he That was really yeah. awesome. I, I was so very, awesome. very surprised, and I wish I was able to ask him a question before he jumped off. Yeah. So, he loves it. Yeah. You, you, you might have had you, you might have to ask him how much did it cost for him to get into paragliding and okay. get back with us. Okay, I will. I'll make some notes. Yeah, Sounds... I'm going to interview him. So, how long? Yes, I will ask. Right, and he has yeah. a and he has a podcast too. What is it? What is what is his podcast all about? Thursday night, paraglidingstalk.com. and uh, we always have we always have some fun guests on there. Last week with Kyle O, and you never know who's going to pop in. You know, during the show, just like 
our show. You never know. He's going to pop in, see what I did tonight. And uh, yeah, join us on Thursday night. It's a good week. I just love, I love following everybody's show. I don't fly, but I support everybody. It's you know, so hard to keep up with everybody's show, then everybody's on Facebook, then everybody with their videos. It's a full time job. And then it is. It is. And then you got to go to your full time job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right. So, anyway, thank you very much, Linda Anderson, for being with us uh, for these almost, for having me. almost two years, two it. seasons. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, Will Fly, you've been with us for a little while too, haven't you, buddy? Yeah, I think so. No, I mean, not as long as Linda, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm definitely glad that you are here. And how do we get up with you? And you make some videos every once in a while, and they seem to be quite popular. <laughs> well, every once in a while. You can check me out on YouTube. I'm Will Fly or uh, WillFlyPPG.com. And, uh, oh, fly safe and stay humble and have fun. Absolutely. I had a really good year. Um, really good season. Uh, it, it been enjoying flying. I've met so many people uh, with this podcast. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do the podcast in the first place was because I really did not know a lot of people, you know, in, in the paramotor community. So I really kind of decided that I want to know people. So I want to do a podcast. And at that time, Anthony Novella decided that he was going to drop down a little bit. He didn't really put out a bunch. Um, still had a, uh, you know, our paramotor nation. And um, I listened to that other guy on Thursday nights. What was his name? Oh, she's not even listening to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, sorry. Um, I, had a, no. I had somebody message me. No, nah, it's just. I was just trying to get you to say Robert Michaels again. But, oh, um, Robert Michaels, paraglidingchalk.com. Because he's been on the air for how many years now? Oh, since 2017. Yeah, so he's been he's been out there a long time. Um, uh, oh, and also, too, um, Cloud-Based Mer Mayhem. That's another uh, podcast that I listen to. That's a really good one for paragliding and it's just really good in general. So if you haven't been, if you haven't checked out cloud-based mayhem, uh, definitely go over and check that out too. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, I've really enjoyed paramotoring. Uh, it was really nice this last year. I was able to quit my job and uh, become a full-time paramotor instructor, met a lot of awesome people and it's really fun working with people, even though, um, the, this newest student that we just got, uh, he's older than me, but is about as the size of Will. Yeah. And he's foot launch. And he's, yeah, he's going to foot launch. It was his first day yesterday. Right on. Yeah. That is like awesome. Older than you. You say he's older than me. Like, like well, you know, I'm 53 ish or so. Okay. So, you know, he uh -huh. could be, you know, a little older, older than me or in the sixties. I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to not name names and say, you know, um, only as young as you ages, but he, he is in awesome shape. I mean, he works with, um, roofing and stuff like that. So I mean, he's in really good shape, but that one day I think I kicked his butt. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't care. What, back, though, right. I don't care what kind of shape you're in when you do three days back to back from morning to night, hiding a wing, yeah. you are going to feel it. 
I think that's why my back hurts right now because I can feel it. Because I was setting up a lot. <clears throat> but um, anyway, yeah, I just love paramotoring. And I'm really glad that you guys are out there and you have been with us for such a long time. And hopefully you'll hang out with us uh, this next season. So um, thank you guys very much. We appreciate you. Love you very much. Um, hope you had uh, awesome holidays. And this next year, all your dreams come true. My name is Sean yeah. Simons, PPG Grandpa. Uh, we'll see you next year, next season. Much love. See ya. Peace. Bye, guys.